Welcome, Wild Heart. This week it was a great heart opening, blooming for me to sit down with my dear friend Megan from Breathe with Megs. Meg is a precious friend of mine who I have come to be very connected to uh, after completing my yoga teacher training throughout 2020 and it was such an aligned time to speak with Megan and the invitation is to drop into the podcast that I recorded with Megan out under the beautiful blue sky there's crows in the background there's the whispers of the wind and the heat of the sun and the invitation is to drop in particularly as we are in the waxing phase of the new moon in cancer there is an opportunity to plant seeds of intention and take action steps as the moon is growing in its size up to its full moon, stepping into your intention and your seed, making that greater, expander, richer, deeper to bring you deeper into your soul's truth expression, into your wild, unshackled, fully expressing heart and birthing that into the world before us to make the life for you more aligned, more flowy, in unity, 24-7. Happy new moon in Cancer. Enjoy the podcast with Megan. We speak about her journey becoming a mother and how becoming a mother was almost a catalyst for change where she realized through breath work and meditation that she was disconnecting and distracting herself from her soul's truth through other distractions. And she became a meditation teacher, a Reiki holder of space. She became a tarot reader to support your personal and professional guidance. And her main mission is to break down ancestral inherited patterns so she can first and foremost be the mother she wants to be to her children. And so old patterns of limitations aren't passed on. And her mission is to do that through breath, through movement and through truth. Megan, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Wild Heart listener, I hope you are really well. We are in the final few months of winter. There is still time to to plant your seeds and to really root down so you can rise this spring and summer in a fuller version of yourself just at the next step. It's great to be here with you and it's great that you have made time to drop into the podcast with Megan. Would love to hear your feedback, what resonated and again thank you for supporting me on this journey as I 
become more aligned as I work through my fears and my own limiting beliefs and my own uh, space holding on the podcast. Um, Definitely noticing how through the last five podcasts, you know, where I'm dropping in and finding a little bit more richness in what I would like to to achieve throughout this podcast but really the simple message is that your story matters and where you've been where you're going and most importantly where you are and that all that guidance that you receive it doesn't come to you without part of you knowing that it's possible to manifest that sometimes we get downloads for 10 years down the track not you know not today and so trusting that you are here for a reason planted on this earth and we need you we need your story just as you are just as in your expression and your contribution you are you are contributing to society and this new earth we are are living on where we are finding unity flow and love and that's not airy fairy we're doing the the work every moment to return to truth to compassion, to connection, to wild, authentic heart belonging. Enjoy the podcast, listener, and speak soon. Good afternoon. Hello. Megan, how are you? Amazing, thank you. And you? (laughs) I'm very good, thank you, Megan. Um, Welcome to Wild Heart Podcast, where we... Speak all things authentic truth, all things intuitive, all things present of the current, honouring stories of where people have been and where where they're going and what's present for them now. So for our listeners out there, I welcome Megan from Breathe with Megs and Megan is a full bundle of Mary Poppins <laughs> treats. So Megan and I are sitting up here on Knock Lofty. We've got blue sky, we've got trees, crows, eucalyptus trees. Welcome. Megan, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I am a mum. Um, and that's important for me to say first and that's why I'm here Um, I'm here to repair and change um, ancestral story Um, and I'm here to do that through movement, through breath and through honesty yeah beautiful and your journey over the past few years coming into honoring that truth how has that evolved for you how have you stepped into greater self-responsibility understanding an understanding of what you're here to do i like the term self-responsibility i think that's important Mm. in um, any sort of work with other people it's the self-responsibility that is 
I believe, the key, and that's um, something I lacked completely. Um, I was. Um, I was. I would say afraid to be who I am. Mm. Through. Mm. Mm. I don't know when it happened. Mm. It just did. I was just. I would dip my toe in, and I'd be terrified mm. to be myself. Mm. Um, Dipping your toe into what? What me? Yeah. Yeah, into who I am. Mm. Um, I have always picked up on energy mm. and mainly how people feel. So when you're a bit different going mm. through life um, from a young age, you kind of already know how people see you, whether they say it or not. And that was very hard. Um, mm. So I hid. I mm. hid. I um, smoked and I drank and ignored it. and. Mm going through my pregnancies, um, especially my first child, um, terrified, mm. terrified of bringing a soul into this world, knowing how I had felt going through my life. And uh, with that, I didn't deal well with mm. being a mum, with being alone in my thoughts, in my space, um, without being busy to distract so um i suppose it came down to for the listeners we're just moving things around because oh. it's a little <laughs> bit windy <laughs> that's what the rustling is um Thanks, I, and i suppose the catalyst was seeing myself one day through the eyes of my inner child and seeing the wall i had up for my kids mm. the the space I'd created to keep them safe from me, yeah. um, which I'd always done with other people, um, but that's not why I was here. Mm. Um, so I decided to give it all up, give up smoking, give up drinking, and mm-hmm. from there I um, started to learn how to meditate and didn't sort of know but I, I found a podcast called Den Meditation Podcast mm. and they had a lady a woman a magical goddess on there mm. um, called Nina Endurst mm. and she did a chakra mm. meditation and I'd never mm. knew nothing mm. nothing about it and I sat down to do it and everything she said every colour every feeling I felt before it happened and mm. I was like holy mm. shizzles and mm. she was up spine as soon as it finished I actually got in contact with her to thank her and she became my spiritual guide mentor amazing and yeah she um, broke me down and built me up and mm. from there I think I was able to step in and understand why I'm mm. here Mm. and how I can be of service every day mm. beautiful yeah. I was empty yeah. and mean at times mm. um, it's the whole mirror work isn't it mm. what I was projecting outward mm. was what I was getting back and I actually spent a lot of time feeling invisible Yeah. because I made myself invisible yeah, because honey. the real part of me wasn't there no yeah. one could see it yeah. um, and what came to mind when you were speaking is um, when I was going through my journey, um, Nina uh, talked to me about breathwork and I hadn't done it before and I did a little course by a guy 
and it was good. It was about getting rid of feelings and writing letters to people and clearing all this stuff. And the, and the last one was a very, very deep one. Mm. And um, in my home, I have a downstairs area. Mm. Um, and it's got the squeakiest door ever on it. Okay, that's a really important <laughs> part. So I said to the kids, I'm just, I'm just going downstairs for 15 minutes. Great. I'm just going to do this, this thing. So I did the breath work and it was bringing up what was the catalyst. Mm. And I saw myself giving birth to my first child, mm. Amelia. Um, okay, all good, as much as it can be good. And then the moment they put her on my chest, I felt how I had felt at that time of just complete and utter despair, mm. knowing that this this girl I couldn't I couldn't raise. I wasn't the person to do this. I was going to ruin her life and just all these things came rushing through me and that was the wall and when I finished and and, you know so many tears and and, you know all the things and Mm. my son was holding my hand Mm. and I hadn't heard the door Mm. and I hadn't felt him take my hand and I looked at him and he would have been three and he said oh you need me mum yeah and it was just the final step of breaking through that I'm not going back to being who I was Mm. Um, I'm here Mm. for these kids and they're here for me as well we are this creation yeah Yeah. if that makes sense to Mm. your Mm. question yeah and I think there's something about feeling a depth like that that you cannot unsee you can turn your back from it for a little while but if you turn your back to it it's like turning your back to your truth yeah mm. and I'd lost time mm. I'd lost mm. this time with them mm. that I hadn't allowed myself to connect and I wasn't gonna lose any more time yeah yeah it's mm. just and I've really I've changed my whole life Beautiful. since that moment it was just like no mm. this is mm. this is what I need to do this is the path so you grew up feeling very isolated lack of connection feelings of anxiety and fatigue and this feeling of having this perception of what other people were feeling but it was unspoken and that you know caused you to you know recluse and to to turn away what was your truth for for seeing how other people may judge you yeah and what I'm really interested to step into and to talk about is what your journey was like in essentially healing and becoming whole and all of the all of the ponds that you dipped your toes into to that resonated with you to like come back into your truth, come back into your passion, into your purpose, into into the fullness and the wholeness of you. So you started meditating. Yes, yes, I did. Um, I started meditating and didn't get it as most people don't when they start. <laughs> it's like this isn't working. <laughs> um, but once I started working with my mentor, um, she gave me yoga things to do she gave me books to read and she Mm. really led me to my work Mm. um and each week when we'd talk um she would call me out on my bullshit 
Great. Every week. Yep. Um, she like almost held a mirror up yeah, to exactly. the yeah. unconscious. Yeah. And, you know, she would say, you're not dropping in. Yeah. You're not being truthful with yourself. You're not, you're getting, you're really good at talking the surface, mm. but you're not, you're not getting, getting there. And it took a long time. And I think as much as we are, we're made and guided by those around us, until you can stand in your own truth and say, I have choice. Mm. No, I don't like that I did that, but I own that I did that. Mm. No, what they're doing, I don't want to be that way, but that's my choice. Mm. It's not about them. Mm. And that was the key for my growth, was taking away the opportunity to blame somebody else for what was happening to me. And the cycles I was in of um, being bullied, being taken advantage of, all, all those cycles that I'd go through, the exact same thing every time. And my husband would say to me, but just, just leave, just go. Oh, no, no, I can't go. I've got to, I've got to, you know, I've got to stay here. They need me. And, and all those things that don't make sense. But the fear keeps you there because you know this person and how they're treating you mm. what if the next one's first but worse because each time it was mm. but finally standing in that and going I chose to stay here mm. I chose to leave this one to go to this one saw the pattern happening and just seep into it and really embrace feeling that way again so I could complain mm. so I could be the victim and so I could try and make people feel sorry for me so it's not, it was that thing of, oh my goodness, I'm not a victim, mm. I'm choosing this. Mm. Not on purpose, not seeing clearly, choosing it, but you're choosing it to get that attention. Because it's the only way you feel you can get mm. attention. It was, it was realising that and going, whoa, mm. let's not keep doing that. Let's, let's get out of that and mm. start something new. And I love that you speak to that, that victim archetype and I'm not sure if you've listened to some of the other well I know you've listened to some of the other podcasts one of my teachers Caroline Mash, she talks about the four survival archetypes mm-hmm. the victim the wounded child the the prostitute the one who gives away mm-hmm. you know in order to gain there's another one and I can't think of it off the top of my head but those archetypes are almost like existing through other people. So yes. like in becoming the victim, it's like, you know, I, I deserve this. I, this happened to me. And so I'm entitled to something. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's a really confronting thing to come into face with, you know, yeah. to be like, oh, I've been the victim or I've been self-sabotaging mm-hmm. or I've been overgiving and now I feel irritable for overgiving because yeah. I haven't given to myself. And it's it's that thing that we do as human beings to keep ourselves as the centre of the story. Yeah. And we're taught to do it, mm. you know. it's We watch these TV shows and reality TV and, and all that sort of stuff that's on that people watch and these, these shows are interesting because you've got that person who is continuously the center of Mm. attention and and we we mirror that Mm. if that's what we're seeing other people do Mm. um that's what we do and the scary thing is when you have kids if i'm the victim guess who else is because that's what they're seeing and that's where i didn't want that 
and that's that's what I mean when I say I'm here to break those ancestral patterns because mm. choosing to make change is my choice and I don't judge those who have come before me mm. they didn't grow up in this time they didn't grow up with these options and especially when we think of our female or the more feminine side of our families whether that be women or not they didn't have those choices that we have now mm. you know it mm. was you hear about the stories about the people that did get out there and did try and make change and there's not a lot yeah. you know because they didn't yeah. feel they could and we're so blessed to be where we are now and it is it is our time Absolutely. to make these changes yeah yeah i really love this um concept of the extension and the continuation of our dream time mm-hmm. you know we have this one wild and precious life to live you know and you speak about having lost that time leading up to when you had the realization you know i've been neglecting myself i've been neglecting what my truth is you know each moment is like a time to start again yeah. each day is a time to start again every breath yeah every each, breath every time we yeah. take a breath we have the choice to yeah. change I remember, um, so Megan and I are <laughs> doing our, we're coming to the end of our yoga teacher Yay! training. And I remember you were saying um, in one of the shares, you said, you know, I learned how to breathe because I wasn't breathing fully. Mm-hmm. Can you talk, what does it mean to breathe? What does it mean to meditate? What's the, what can we gain from meditating? What can we gain from breathing properly in every moment? We can learn who we are. We can connect with ourselves when... Mm. When you do hear people um, leading meditations or yogas, when they say drop in. Yeah. Talk to me about that more. Tell me more the about what that drop means. drop in was always one of those things where you were like, like in my butt, like you just want me to sit heavier or what does that mean? And it, I've realized mm. it is let's go inside. Let's let go of this external thing. Let's stop looking at that person. Let's stop judging yourself against that person. Let's come into ourselves and explore who you are. And that's the breath. The breath moving through the body, the more that you breathe, the more that you take your breath from tips of toe to top of head, the more you find, the more secrets that are in there that you didn't realize, the more magic that's running through your veins that you know you can you can take a breath after something happens that upsets you and you can take a breath and go "Ooh, I'm feeling that why am I feeling that and you can trace that and you can trace that years before you to find out what it actually is because that's the hurt and I I think the most interesting and helpful thing I ever heard was when two people disagree those two people aren't disagreeing their traumas disagree and the reason we need to breathe in situations where we're uncomfortable is because we need to meet our trauma you don't need to meet my trauma you need to meet your trauma but when we don't breathe we're letting it all go outward we're almost like projecting yes like seeing what is truly ours within another person yes exactly right and we're in essence calling that into ourselves because our inner being is like hey i'm over here i need you to look at me and you're not you're looking out Mm. there so i'm going to show you this Mm. out there Mm. do you know what i mean like it's Mm. just Mm. but by dropping in 
mm. and being in our body and being in our breath and just sitting still. Mm. It doesn't matter if you don't go on this magical journey that you think you need to go on. Mm. Your meditation is literally connecting within. Yeah. Saying, hey, how, how are you today? How are you feeling? What, what do you need from me? Yeah. yeah. And I like that we've talked about dropping in and how you said that your teacher really pulled you up and she said, no, mm -hmm. you're not quite there. You're, mm -hmm. Oh no, you're way off. <laughs> you're in your head, you're in the sky. Yeah, yeah. You're not, you're not fully accountable yet. Yeah. You know, so, and I really love that term, like head to heart to pelvis. And what I would love to ask you is what does the pelvis symbolically represent with chakras firstly what is a chakra <laughs> and what can we clear and cleanse from the chakra so it's not deficient or excessive how can we find the truth what is the truth of the base what is the truth of the base it's funny that you bring that up today my um, mentor actually posted today saying if there's something to learn it starts at the base it starts at your ground that's mm. where it is mm. and it's true so a chakra is um, an energy center in the body um, and I like to think of it how um, oh, jog up here. <laughs> <laughs> that was two years ago I'm very nasty laughing you've right? done well <laughs> you've done well <laughs> for our listeners <laughs> we've just had a gentleman run up the hill and run down the other side he says he hasn't run up here for six years, so he's doing well. <laughs> Beautiful spot to run, hey? Yes. Um, yes, the chakra is an energy centre, mm. and I like to um, equate it to we get massages, yeah. we put on perfume, we put on makeup, we do these things to the outside of our body mm. to A, make us feel good, massages to feel relaxed, to get rid of stress and to get rid of tension. Mm. We need to do that inside too. And this is what our energy centers are. They are spaced through the body, connecting to uh, different organs, different muscle groups, to keep everything running smoothly inside. And we start at the base because you can't build from a weak foundation. You can't expect your self and your life to blossom if your roots aren't planted firmly in the soil mm. you may be this stunning flower at the top but come a strong wind yeah. you're gone yeah. so we need to come into our pelvis into our womb space and connect mm. and listen and go and find out where we're not feeling grounded. Do we need to go and sit outside with our feet in the grass for 10 minutes to begin to learn how it feels to be grounded? Mm. And I love that you say begin to learn because until we take that next inspired yeah. step, how do we know what being fully grounded is? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. You can, you can say to someone, this is what you need to do. Mm. You need to go outside and you need to stand barefoot in the grass for 10 minutes every day, grounded. And then this person does it and goes, this doesn't connect to me. Because mm. they need to stand in the ocean. Mm. Because they're, they're of water. Sure. They're not of soil. 
because we are all different beings on this earth and we all connect differently. Mm. Some people would lay in a hammock and feel themselves being moved by the wind because mm. they're of air. And that bring, when that brings them to presence, yes. you know, it's like, what do you you know what do you resonate with like you said is it the water or is it is it swinging in in a hammock it's like what brings you to presence yeah. because when you're in presence you can be connected to the breath you know when you're connected to the breath you're at the pace of the presence yes exactly yeah. and it's it's working to find that sweet spot mm. and to Find a sweet spot that you can easily come back to because we all mm. get ungrounded. Mm. We all lose our way and I don't care how long you've been doing the work and I don't care how many oh people put you on a pedestal. Mm. Every single day we all go through stuff mm. Mm. and you don't know what is going to knock you off but you need to have these practices to come back into your body, mm. to come back into yourself so that you can tell yourself you are okay yeah. because the only parent our inner world needs is us mm. and it, you can have someone tell you something a million times that you need to do it until you accept and tell yourself that yeah. mm. it's not going to work yeah i love that and i love so much I love it all. <laughs> I love it. You know what? It's the thing is, like the way I see these these chakras, these subtle energy bodies, is there there another lens to view to view the world through. Mm -hmm. So it's like you know, well, I was um, doing some writing and some reading about the base chakra and yep. how our base is collected. You know, us, connects us to earth. It's a something that allows us our body, which is essentially a spiritual being. Mm -hmm. You know, this higher soul planted in a physical body so we want to like manifest our, our truth we want to manifest our dreams and our desires but until we are plugged in until we are grounded we can't make anything actualize whether that's actually just in our engagements our finances our relating yeah. and like that collective consciousness i see is in our base yeah so when you're talking about like um cutting and healing ancestral wounds and how that played out for you i really feel like when people invite us to drop into the base it's like what truth is in there that is not yours yeah like what have you grown up being being told about you're being too much or you're not being enough or you know the base chakra it's like when we sink in like you said we have this opportunity it's like an invite to we have this invite to become our own parent to become our own roots so what are our roots what if you were to describe um to if you were doing a session with someone and you were trying to connect to their way of learning what would you describe them to roots what hold what anchors them to earth what 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 are their roots like a tree that allow them to rise up? That what are their uncompromisable truths? Well, what could they be? Anything. Mm. And that's, I mean, that's the, I think the very interesting part of um, the work we've been doing for the past few months mm. um, as a collective through our yoga training. So true. And the the differences of of values. 
and I think that's that's a really interesting thing to come up with people that for some people if you say what is your base if I say the word home to you what comes to mind and I think that's always a really good starting point because when you work through some different things is your home a physical place is it the place you reside where you have your things in life and that's okay Mm. because why and that's always what it comes back to you could say to somebody else what is your home base and they could say bushwalking walking in nature is my Mm. safe grounded space so it's not a place it is the movement the connection to the earth to the Mm. air and you could be on any continent in any place but as long as you can get out there in the fresh air and walk and be Mm. with nature you are grounded Mm. you are home Mm. in your own body Mm. so it just depends but I like to think that whatever your whatever pops into your head when someone says to you if you drop into your base if you come to your root chakra what do you equate with home Mm. and what Ever is the first thing that comes into their mind's eye that's what you're working with because it's all connected to something isn't it it doesn't matter what it is yeah one of the biggest lessons I've had to learn you know you um, connotate towards my connection to nature and how that's mm-hmm. grounded me you know my next step is how can I not be on the mountain but in all my other aspects of my life but take the mountain groundedness with me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that integration, that bridge. Yeah. You know, how can I walk with home with me everywhere? Like, how can I walk the internal landscape yes. of the wilderness? Yes. You know, how can we take that everywhere? Yeah. And I love that invitation. I mm-hmm. love that invitation. I love that invitation because it means I'm not hanging on and waiting to go to the wild to ground. You know, it's like... It's being present, isn't it? Yeah. It's not waiting for that next adventure because yeah. the adventure... Is in you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah. adventure is wherever you are. Yeah. And I would actually say that about you, Grace. The adventure yeah. is wherever <laughs> you are. That is what you give up. Look where we yeah. are. Like, look where we are. Look at this. the hill I walk up. <laughs> <laughs> look where we are recording this podcast with the helicopters and people running. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So, base chakra coming home, finding roots to rise so we're not being swept off with the wind you know and that's i really see that when you say that like all of these possibilities like mm-hmm. the wind metaphorically being like opportunities and possibilities like really planting ourselves and being grounded so what i want to ask you is about um one of your offerings which is oh do you offer it as an offering do you do coverings for people I, or do you use it personally do. as a tool i will both let's talk about i really want to um hear about how you do we do a card reading? What cards offer? So I, as I do most things, I dive way deep into stuff. Great. <laughs> I love to know the why. Yeah, great. And to find how I'm going to connect to it. Yeah. It's usually not the way everyone else does. No. It's just You're intuitive. <laughs> You're receptive. So I actually... You're a feminine goddess. Um, started listening to another podcast here um and it is the wild soul podcast beautiful name 
um, and it is with Lindsay Mack and she is a tarot teacher. Okay. And she teaches soul. It's for you because it was a bit cold. <laughs> so I thought I'd better eat the warm drink because it's cold. <laughs> well, thank you. Is it good? Mm. So this is what really spoke to me mm. because the ta- when you when you get your tarot cards, the your normal Rider Waite Smith Waite tarot cards comes with a book. Great. Yep. And the book tells you what they mean. Yes. Right. All good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. Fine. That's helpful. Amazing. That's good guidance. I didn't like the book. Yep. Didn't connect to me. Mm. And then I started listening to this podcast and that's because it's not external. We're not reading externally, we're reading internally. So for instance, when you think of the knights of the tarot, Mm. right? You've got your wands, which is fire, Mm. your uh, cups, which is water, emotions. And Um, what's fire? Fire is creativity. Okay. Ignition. Um, yeah. Cups are water, so they are emotion. Swords are brain. They're how you think. They're mm. those patterns. Mm. And pentacles are earth. So they're who you are at your core. Mm. <clears throat> so when you think of the knights, there's not some guy coming to save us. This, no, this there is not, a, I wish. Not. It's an illusion. Yeah, Plus, it's not happening. You know, let's talk about that for a second. Because we all <laughs> wish there would be someone. But it's like it's like the it's like the soul contract that we're disobeying, isn't it? It's mm. like being a victim. Yeah. It's like if we wish someone was there, there's like a compromise to yes. our soul. Like if we wish someone would come and save us, it's mm-hmm. like we give away our truth, don't we? And don't you think? I think the the secret to any good partnership is that you don't need that person. You want them. And they compliment you. Yeah. They enhance you. Yes. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so the night in soul tarot is movement. So if you were to pull, if you were to sit here and do a reading and you were to pull the knight of swords, mm. she's busy. You are happening. There is a lot on. The energy of the knight of swords is an Iyanus. It's a mum energy, that busyness, that getting it done. Mm. But you're pulling it to know mm. it's going to end. Mm. Keep going. You know it's full on. Yeah. It's going to be okay. It's going to end. Yeah. Unite of Cups is fluid. You're, you're moving easy. You're moving gracefully. You're connecting with your life. Everything is just mm. as it should be. Pentacles. Mm. Slow. Mm. Everything slowly. Uh, you said pentacles. Yeah, was, uh, you're crossing uh, every T. You're like making sure everything is in place. Mm. Once you're lit up, you're excited. Mm. It's all happening, and you spells. are just going for it. But yeah, so it's it's that. Instead mm. of us doing a sitting here doing a card reading and yeah. pulling death, and you going. <gasps> I'm gonna die. It doesn't. Ma- well, how like how else? There's so many more nuances, isn't there? In Soul Tarot, mm. death is rebirth. You cannot call in your next step yeah. if you're still walking that old path. Yeah. Until something yeah. dies, no new growth can happen. Oh, yeah. It's my least favourite tarot card to pull for me through the last few years has been the devil. They are your chains you're stepping back into the things that kept you chained. So it's not looking externally. So for me to do a reading, I do do a 12 month reading mm. for people and it's a vibe. It's 
not what is it is a feeling to be aware of going through that time you know you can pull cards that speak to scarcity just be aware you might be feeling that everything is you know not there not where you need it what do you need to look for what do you need to look for within to find what is like abundance yes what you just need to open your eyes up Mm -hmm. to so you do 12 month readings and i do readings but i don't do set um spreads i will sit with a person and i just turn cards yeah you can ask a question you cannot yeah. ask a question but I love to also do Reiki on someone first because mm. then I don't need to know the questions great because they've already come yeah sweet yeah let's talk about that I really want to talk more about like tarot I just want to talk about tarot all day <laughs> you just pull so many cards and yeah lots of casting lots of revealing lots of the way you know I love right so Tell me about Reiki. Tell me about how you got into Reiki. Tell me about what it is. Tell me about what it offers people. So I got into Reiki by someone saying that they were going to do a Reiki attunement. I was like, great. They don't know what that is. And they said, you should come. And I went, great, I will. <laughs> and it was amazing. So You're you so get... open to opportunities <laughs> of like I wasn't. trying. I never oh, was. No. And that's been saying, yeah. just a side yeah. thing. Um, not only do I try things that terrify me, mm. I do them alone. I don't take a friend because I will hide by caring for that person to keep myself hidden. So I have to do it alone. Mm. Otherwise, I'm not there. Mm. Yeah, so that's my thing. Um, but yes, Reiki. Um, Reiki is moving energy. Mm. It is finding where energy is stuck and giving it just a little nudge Mm. to keep going and where some people can find Reiki a bit scary is they think that you're either taking from them or giving from yourself it's not it is a conduit you are just taking the energy of the universe and sharing it with a person Mm. to help align what they might not be able to on their own Mm. and so what might you see in the throat chakra like what kind of clearing would you or the heart or the solar plexus or the base or the crown like what are you you know you're expanding and contracting and clearing aren't you you are Mm. um i have asked to not get people's stories Mm. um i that's not my Mm. path my path is to take pain from others Mm. and that's what i do so where there may be heat where there may be blockages in the different chakras or different part of the body i take that into mine and i send it on its way Mm. okay so it's like you have said you're the conduit to from the divine or the earth to transmute to alchemize yep. to transform energy mm-hmm. mm. and so once you've done your reiki with someone it's very much a, it's a feeling sense isn't it when what does someone say to you when they've jumped off the table what they don't usually jump <laughs> they probably don't they're more like they move very steady slowly. and grounded and it is mm. for a lot of people it is just a relaxation it is 
you're moving not only the energy, but you're moving their breath. You're encouraging them to connect within, to take those deep breaths mm. and just to be. Mm. Um, you don't tend to talk during a Reiki session. It is that time for people to just be. And whether they connect to the energy of the Reiki, to the breath, to the being quiet, they always, I think, find something something aligns but it is subtle mm. and it's an in, it is an interesting way to work mm. really it's there are so many modalities um to help people come back into their alignment and that is like the purpose of our life isn't yeah. it to stand in our truth to mm-hmm. stand rising right arising rooted and to remember that we're not just here for our journey we are all here to support someone and you may not have met that person yet, but just to remember with how you move through life, community is not just what's in front of your face. And I mean, we know we built a community basically through computer screens through the last six Mm. months. Um, Through our, our course, because of COVID, we were unable to meet in person and we did it on Zoom. And I cannot say that the connection would be as deep for me had I been in person the entire time Mm. because I get so overwhelmed with energies. It was such an amazing Mm. way for me to connect and be present Mm. without taking on Mm. um, what everybody else was offering all the time. Mm. Interesting reflection. Mm. We have been so lucky, haven't we, Megan? You know, the group that we have... um, you know come into with our yoga teacher training mm. every choice that we make has this capacity to ripple out effect yeah. and I feel like a lot of people in that yoga teacher training have been very honest and yes. very spoken from their dropped in sense of you know what is painful what is joyous all of the things and there's a power in that because it allows you to see where maybe you haven't been in your truth or what you would like to change so you could be yes. more in your wholeness and where there is oh my goodness where there is truth and vulnerability oh my god people lean in and they relate where people have these walls up i feel like people shrink back because they're like oh i don't look really what is in the hole is in the one and what is in one is in the hole so the more we speak and the more we share the more we know that you know let's walk this path together with boundaries but together yeah and it's interesting one of the ladies in our course Mm. watching her throat chakra open Mm. throughout the course and um, oh, that babe wouldn't mind us. We when, won't say her name, but <laughs> when we were sitting in the rolling arms, yeah. and I did tell her the week up the session afterwards, it came to me that her gift is sound healing through her voice, and she was not aware that she had healed us all mm. in that session, and that was a beautiful thing mm. to realise that as a collective, we can create change absolutely and I think that's a great thing for us all to realize moving forward from this and Mm. and through podcasts and all of us speaking Mm. instead of feeling like we're going to be judged and people are going to think that we're we I mean we're talking about moving energy we're talking Mm. about energy centers in the body some people would be like huh Mm. that's not a real thing Mm. that's okay Mm. you'll get there you won't get there but by us being Mm. open enough to speak about it that person that you can't see they can hear you yeah and absolutely. they feel accepted and they feel seen and they're like I can do this and that, I mean that's what your journey was like when you sat down and you did that meditation for the first time you were like 
you know, I don't know fully what this is. I don't know if I did this breathing thing properly, but you know what? Something is calling me and that, you know, when you're dropped in, you can hear that call. Yeah. Like you said, you can hear that call of the wisdom in your body. Um, so, Megan, I would love to talk to you about tarot all day. <laughs> I would love to talk to you about breathing, about being present, about the gifts of truth, about the gifts of being in community and contributing. And I love what you said that we have this capacity to to change and to to instill transformation and allow people to come back to their alignment and so where can people find your offerings i am on instagram at breathe with me oh no at mega 83 (laughs) (laughs) um and on facebook at breathe with megs and Mm. i'm coming up in august Mm. i'm going to find where i'm going okay um, You're stepping into. I've decided to. I, this is very not my me who I am. Mm. I'm just going to let everything be for a little bit, and I'm mm. just going to enjoy these last few weeks of our training, mm. and then I'm going to rest, mm. and I'm going to connect with what I feel is right for meditation, for yoga, for Reiki, and tarot, and yeah. So look out, end of August. It's uh, yeah, I'm just, I can't say what it is because I don't, I'm not fully there yet, but I will Beautiful. be. You know, and yeah. the thing is, you will be there when you're there, like right now, and I, yeah. I love what you've just said because you're really honouring where your feet are planted. Yeah. I want to give, I don't want to jump. Mm. I love, I love the fool's journey because I feel that that is who I am. I am on the fool's journey every day of my life. Tell us about the fool archetype. I do love the full archetype too. I often think that I love the full archetype. Actually, I will say say my my bestest friend in the whole world, she is the fool in my life. She has been fearless in every leap. She trusts herself. Amazing. So tell us about the characteristics. So trust, fearlessness. So the fool isn't the joker. The fool is that part of you that it just says, you know what? I'm going to walk over there and I'm going to talk to that person and it's going to be amazing. And you just go and do it. It is that energy of, oh my goodness, I feel like going rock climbing today. I've never done it before. I can do it. It's that energy that, yes, I can do I'm it. I'm going to give it a go. full soul, yes. It mm. is stepping off the cliff. Mm. You're not worried about what's behind you. You're not even worried about what's in front of you. You're so present in who you are and you trust yourself and every decision you make you know it's going to be okay i love the fall yeah it's got a bit of a, like a maiden like energy to it like a, yeah. a youthful charisma like an energy of pizzazz like yeah. i don't know like and also a bit magnetic as well yeah. it's like it's going to attract it's going to attract the good outcome because it's going to give it a go it's got that trust yeah full faith man Mm. you need to have faith in Mm. something whether it's yourself whether it's a higher power Mm. without faith Mm. you can't extend yeah yeah it really is true isn't it like our thoughts ripple out Mm -hmm. and affect yeah it's we have to do part two part three (laughs) part four but i love that you've spoken to your trust Megan in what's coming up for you you know and I think that there's something that our society can learn from 
taking a pause, embracing the inner winter, embracing rest. Because it's like when we rest, it's like the seed. Yeah. It's like the seed of the tree that puts roots down. Everything's a cycle. Our yeah. whole body is a cycle. And as women, yeah. could we could do a whole podcast of me talking right. about women's, women's cycle. Right. Yeah, obsessed. And the moon. Uh, Expansion. Yeah, contraction. Right. Yeah. But yeah, everything is a cycle. There is nothing linear. Everything. Mm. And without, you know, without the winter, you can't have summer. Mm-hmm. Without because good, you can't, you can't have, have bad. Yeah. So it's all yeah. a balance. Yes. Yeah. Megan, what would you, what words of tenderness would you say, or, 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 or non-bullshitting, whatever your words are, would you say to someone who's on their journey, who's listening to this and they're feeling a call to follow a thread, who felt um, a familiarity in your story Yeah. they want to hear more, or what would you say, just do you have any words you'd like to speak? Dig deep. The deeper you go into any topic, the more truth you'll find in yourself. Um reading reading about things you're interested in will lead you to your next step Mm -hmm. and i don't mean oh i'm gonna read a book on reiki and then i'm gonna continue down this reiki journey but by reading a book on reiki you might find something else and you will find your magic Mm -hmm. but you've got to start and if you have started somewhere you're in the exact right place when we never in the wrong place it is just what you choose to be open to. So be open. Dig deep. Dive in. Enjoy yeah. it. Beautiful. Megan, thank you so much for sharing part one <laughs> <laughs> of your story. Thank you so much, Megan. No worries. Thank you for having me. We'll speak really soon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of love, babe. Hey? Yes. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today, dear Wild Heart. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your support. I wish you all the courage, all the love, all the joy, all the grounded centeredness that exists within the whole of your being, within the whole of your wilderness, within the whole of your wild heart. May you drop from your head into your heart and into your pelvis and may you rise from that truthful place of belonging, of connection, of your own truth beyond the collective. As we're in the waxing phase of the moon, may you plant the seeds beyond the limitations of your truth. Plant them from the depth of your pelvis, from the depths of your feet beyond the limitations of your mind you are fully needed on this earth for yourself for your community all of those little whispers all of those little drop-ins of guidance just the next step living fuller deeper in more flow calling in all of that which is your alignment in your hobbies, your contributions, calling, creating, threading the golden thread through your life in every moment because you matter, because we need you and because we live this one wild and precious life.
If you would like to get in contact with Megan, go to her website at Breathe with Megs. She also has free meditations and information about how you can have a session with her for a reading, for Reiki, for a meditation. And she will soon be integrating her yoga with breath, truth and movement. Until next time, Wild Heart, please leave a comment, please leave a review and share with anyone who you feel might resonate with the content of the podcast. Go well, go widely and go gently.